Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so thankful that you are joining us tonight. And uh, I always love uh, this time because it's, it's, it's different. Every week, every time we come together, it's different. And uh, I feel like uh, that somehow, someway, someone's being ministered to by this podcast. And so tonight it's, it's a pleasure to right across from me directly is uh, our executive producer, man of all trades. I'm telling you what, uh, what can we say about you, Chris, except that... Too many trades. You are a busy man. Too many. Yeah, and, but we appreciate you and we thank God for you. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Not only does he... Oh, you haven't introduced me yet, so nobody Oh, who else are you? <laughs> Introduce yourself. Who are you? No. I'm uh, <laughs> next to me is a great and awesome pastor. My name is Daryl Rhodes. Daryl Rhodes. And I am the Reverend. wife. I'm the wife. I, I, I am the wife of the table. Look wife. look at the guy that just made fun of me for getting my words mixed up, did the exact same thing. Oh, it's not, I'm the husband. <laughs> I am. I'm you the, reap what you sow. Whose husband are you, by the way? I am the husband of At the Table with Darlene. But what I wanted to say is, is Chris not only is here re- recording with us and participating in the dialogue, but he also has to go home and then he has to edit, he has to add the music, he has to put it up on the different uh, platforms. And so it's not just the 30 or 40 minutes we put in here together when we don't see him, he's still working on at the table and I applaud him for that. Yes. Some days I forget what day it is and I don't do it. I know. Even yeah. when you get a reminder, huh? You didn't have I to did say not, I know. I, I did not get a reminder this time. <laughs> no, but sometimes the the reminder forgets to remind. It keeps I, the listeners hopping. Yes. I literally forget what day it is and um yeah. Yeah, we've kind of felt like that lately too. You know, it's been interesting because, you know, we've been so busy and been so many places and and a lot has happening. But before we talk any about that, Tiffany, I'm so glad you always sit at the table. I'd like to introduce Tiffany, our daughter. Oh, well, go ahead. Over there waving. Sitting across from me is Cardinals number 50. I have no idea who that is. Lou said it's Wainwright, but I don't really know. <laughs> but, uh, Such a good fan. You are. Amazing. I I was checking to see it was, if it's going to fit for it was a three dollar. It was a $3 t-shirt. That's not comfortable. No, it was. No, it was. But we're always glad to have Tiffany because Tiffany's a very busy person. Not only is she a wife and a uh, a mother, but she has a full time job also. And everybody in this community knows Tiffany, and everybody has good things to say about you. Well, thank you. And uh, we're proud that our daughter is with us here in the ministry, serving with us in the ministry, and uh, always uplifting us, and almost all the time at the table with you, Darlene. She misses a few times, but she shows up more than she misses, so that's good. We miss Jess tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, I should have sent out a personal invitation to her. But anyway, Jess... I hope you enjoy this program. I hope you listen. I'll tell you that you should because we bragged on you because you're you're just an awesome lady that works really hard all mm-hmm. the time. And you and Chris have just uh, blessed the church, blessed WAW uh, Ministries. And so we're just really thankful for both of you. They're determined to go on a mission trip with us. Yeah, well, we're getting ready to go in the fall and we can't wait. 
we're very excited. Are you going about with them in the fall since we'll they just if, told you yeah. when they're going? We'll, we'll see if he's serious. <laughs> well, I normally would have. I wasn't going to Mexico for a wedding the week before. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't really uh, be gone for three weeks. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I understand. They have flights from uh, Mexico to Georgia. I bet they do. <laughs> I bet they do. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. Hard pass. Yeah. Yeah, hard pass. <laughs> Cancun to Georgia. <laughs> How often does that flight uh, itinerary get made? Yeah, they Not probably often. say, you're going where? All, all like the Atlanta? missionaries <laughs> from Cancun going to Georgia. Going to the Republic of Georgia. Yeah, right. Uh, well, um, anyway, uh, I I understand the day you don't you don't know what day it is sometimes. And, and it's Daryl and I, we talk about this a lot. A lot. And it helps us know that it's not just for those that's a little bit older than Mm-mm. you, because we wake up so many days we and wonder, okay, oh, yeah. you know, uh, is Max with us today? Yes. Are we alone? Are <laughs> we... Where's the Where's the dog? Is he here? Are we? What hotel are we in? Which way's the bathroom? We yes, get out of bed because different places you stay, they're either on the right or the left of you. And and I kid you not, over the last several weeks, that's kind of been the story. And we have said that so many times, and I have I get off by two or three days. So Sunday's kind of a calendar. If you don't forget, you just have Sunday. Catches you, yeah, yes. yeah, it does kind of catch. Sunday's it. the equalizer, I it think. Is. In my yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to say it. Because yeah. if there's a holiday like we're having coming up, then uh-huh. it's I'll be all week. messed up. Mm-hmm. Why are we having a Saturday on a Monday? It's so confusing. It's yeah. those Friday holidays that get me. Yes. Because then Saturday becomes Sunday, and then oh, you don't even yeah. know what Sunday yes. is. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're going to be really mixed up next week yeah. because of the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, for all those confused, mis- mixed-up people out there and you wonder you're what day alone. it is, you're really, you're normal. It's okay. <laughs> Actually, it, tomorrow, I guess, will be the 4th of July, right? Oh, according to the oh, recording. Oh yeah, yeah. Why? It's like, oh man. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, Pastor Rhodes. Oh Lord, we need to pray. <laughs> well, by the time they listen to this, it will be tomorrow. That's um, that's true. Hoping that Chris gets it up there, right? On but Chris Sunday. will. He, I know he will. <laughs> if I know. you can see right now, he pointed his finger and he gave her the stink eye and said, "Chris will." Yes, that's right. Well, happy Fourth of July because uh, you will be listening to this podcast in a couple of days, and it will be Fourth of July or three days. And we hope that you have a really uh, yes. family time because it is a good family time. Today we dedicate to all of our fallen soldiers. No, that's not the right one, is it? <laughs> and your nurses. <laughs> and what? And emergency room nurses. <laughs> well, you guys are losing me. What about the emergency room? Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Sends Fireworks. a lot of people to the emergency room. Oh, because you've worked them on Fourth of July. Oh yeah, you're missing fingers, yeah. burns I was on their ask hands. If that's when Jesus was raised from the dead. I'm so confused. <laughs> no, that's even, when he. That's when he conquered going. America. Oh. <laughs> there we Jesus go. Jesus conquered America. Uh, I like now it. Now we have. He it. rode it on the white horse and took us away from England. And, yes. Yeah. Yep. But we did celebrate a victory this last week. Yes, we did. And and I'm just, you know, when you think about, before we kind of talk about that a little bit, just the fact that the 4th of July is coming up in, in our country, how blessed we are to be, to live in America and how God has blessed this country in so many ways and uh, in spite of ourself, in spite of, of, you know, doing our own thing in our own way as a nation and and. You know, we 
Christianity in our our nation. I was reading something earlier today that a president had said a few years ago that we were no longer uh, an, a Christian nation and that uh, we would not be having a national day of prayer. And so he called them off while he was president, but said that we were not a Christian nation. And that really should have shook every Christian in the nation to stand up for what is right and how, you know, our forefathers really did come to America. And they were, they were men uh, that absolutely had a lot of faults, a lot of failures. They made a whole lot of mistakes. A lot of things that they did, they did because they, had, they didn't know any better. Kind of like some of you out there that act like your mom and dad did and your grandpa and grandpa, grandma, but you didn't want to. But that's how you were raised, and so you ended up acting like them, doing things that you, because they didn't know the difference. But yet, our nation, when you think about the fact that they took the journeys, they came to a new land, and then they began to form a, a union, you know, bring together our country and establish it. And, and we have been the land of the free and the home of the brave. And many, many times, in fact, I guess at all times, it's always challenged. I'm, you know, it is always challenged. And there are people that don't love our nation. And that's all. And they live inside of it, but they don't love it. And they don't, they don't understand that the fact that, you know, we can celebrate our nation. And we should be proud of it and proud to be Americans, not ashamed. Do You know, I don't like everything that's went on, you know, the last 50 years that I, you know, that I would know what was going on, 55 years, that I would actually get a grasp in my mind of the country and the different things, you know, because I kind of came around in life to a little knowledge, and I didn't understand uh, Vietnam War. I didn't understand why fathers and sons were having to go and be in war. But when I look back over the years, I still, I so see how blessed as a country that we are. If you want to see how blessed we are, then go visit mm. a developing nation or a third world country mm. or most any other country in the world. Uh, you'll find out that we are mightily blessed. Even though, even though we have passed laws, we've, you know, kicked God out of our uh, school system. We've tried, they tried to kick him out of the White House. And uh, the schoolhouse, but but I'm telling you, we uh, I believe America is in for a great uh, revival. Well, if we don't have a great revival, then Jesus come quickly. Yes. Yeah. Be, and you know, and I don't mean to be selfish about that, but but we want to see souls saved. We really do want there to be a revival. And you know, um, I ministered last Sunday on on a revival of generosity. I heard that term, and it just really, you know, it's like, and I begin to look at our church. I begin to look at the people that I knew around me and see that there was something really that has shifted. Mm -hmm. And I believe we get to be part of that. But, you know, our nation has been such a generous nation to other nations. When we travel overseas and we get to talk to people, mm -hmm. They're always very concerned about what's going on in America because it does matter what happens here. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, just, just as 
uh, God prospers us, prospers this nation, our nation has a giving heart. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, you know. It always is. Yep. Even when we think that maybe evil seems to be so rampant and seems to be uh, doing so much evil, there's still a lot of generosity coming out of oh, our, yeah. our nation. I don't know if we're still the number one nation of sending missionaries. At one time we were, a few years ago, we were the number one Mm -hmm. mission-sending nation. Uh, I don't know if we're not now, uh, we're not too far behind Mm -hmm. because we we are reaching the world. We are still still spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, but I just think as a nation, I, I just hope that people... We won't be too hard on our country that we'll stop and quit being so angry. You know, that was one of the statements that you had mentioned that I had said Sunday. I just, as I was thinking about the generosity of God and how good he's been to all of us and as our nation, but then it's a lot of, what are, you know, so many people are angry. But the, the sad fact is people don't know why they're angry. Right. They're angry, but right. they don't know what. Right. They don't, so their anger is like, I don't know a lot about guns. I don't. I'm, I don't really know that much about uh, the big guns. You know that go off. You know automatics. But it's almost like the anger. Someone's pulling the trigger. Yeah. And what would that be? An AK what or? or yeah, any of those. I don't uh, know, but something that's automatic, and it's like they just shoot at random things, mm-hmm. and, and because they're so angry that every time there's a crisis seemingly on something happens on tv they watch it or something then they're angry or they're angry in their neighborhood and and you just see they're angry while they're driving they're angry in the stores you know they're doing angry things and they don't even know why they're doing those things and so it seems like uh we all as america we really need to pray that that the church that we humble ourselves. God, you said that God was generous, you know, in so many areas last Sunday. You said, you know, about the, he was generous in his kindness. He was generous in his grace. He was generous in his giving. And and we as children of God should have that same nature uh, that, that he has of being giving. Mm-hmm. He gave his only begotten son. How much, mm-hmm. how much greater of a gift can you give than that? And uh, what an example for us to follow be generous uh, in our giving of giving of kindness, giving of mm-hmm. uh, our time, giving of uh, just helping a neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Generosity is is who God is, and that should who be who we are. That should be our everyday pattern of life: is to be generous and 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 to understand what God has done and who's around us and how we can be generous to others. But as a nation, you know. Uh, we're a generous nation, but we need to be thankful for it. Right. Yeah. And this is a great time for us to celebrate Fourth of July. Yep. Those people that don't uh, like it, they can get out. You know, there's there's other countries they can move to. And how many times did we hear recently about? Oh, well, I'm going to move to Canada if such and such happens in the political mm-hmm. world, or want to move to Mexico or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. Our attitude ought to be, you know what, if you don't love your country, get out of your country. They're all still here to the best of oh, your yeah. knowledge. Yeah. I don't know that anybody Listen, that said that actually did it. No, me neither. I'm thinking of a few right now, and I was like, bye-bye. But they're still here. They're still here. And, and mostly... Just you know, their draws. Yeah. If there were things about this country that I thought were evil enough, I would, I would leave. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. And if it got to a place of... 
safety. Yeah, and, yeah. I would have no issues going. I'd go to Costa Rica or one of those countries, but all these people that threaten just want to. There's a lot of people that just like to threaten yeah. them to get their so. way and, and that sort of thing. But it goes back to, I think people are just angry. Yeah. They're like why, ticking why, time bombs yeah. are always going off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the reason our prisons are full today. Yeah. It, it's probably full of people that have had an anger problem and, mm-hmm. and did something that they probably think later on, I wish I would have never done that mm-hmm. because now they're serving sentences in, in prison. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, we, I mean, I think there's a lot of people in the prison system that just... Flew off the handle. I wish they had. A lot of regret in prison, yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And just one incident, just one thing. That and doesn't make them a bad person. No, But no. they have to pay the, the have price to, to the, society yeah. for what mm-hmm. they've done. And and when we see, it, it's like, uh, I, I t- said a while ago, it's like a machine gun or something, you know, that's just shooting out of, uh, from the inside of individuals and things that are happening. Uh, and it keeps happening, and so they're just getting more and more angry, and so they show up to every fight, but they don't really know what they're fighting for. No, mm-hmm. those protesters yeah. oh walking up goodness. and down the streets, yeah. in front of judges' houses, in front of the White House, mm-hmm. in front of the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. they have. If you were to pull them aside and talk to them, I doubt that very many of them could tell you what they're really mm-hmm. what they're standing up for. Man, I don't have time for that. Who does? I do not have time for that. No. I don't have time to be a paid protester. Yeah, that's going to take something real serious for me to get out there and protest because I don't have time. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I just want to mention on this program, you know, we try real hard not to get too political, but I believe that truths are truth. And I remember when Roe versus Wade became... You're about to tell your age. I am, but when it, when it became a law, I don't think I remember. No, I'm sure you. I'm. Tiffany, don't remember. I'm mm-hmm. way beyond your age. Many times, no, not many times, but close to two. Uh. Well, I don't know. Maybe not quite, but really. Real close. So I've lived a long time on this earth, but I remember, and I remember when. Yeah, and I remember when. Prayer was taken out of our schools. Mm-hmm. I remember when there was solemn assemblies in the mornings, and the principal, oh, yeah. we, we would all gather in the gym, and the principal would pray. Every morning. Every morning. Over Say the, the pledges. Over the loudspeakers. This okay. was our public schools. Yes. This is what, and, and as time has gone on, gone on, the enemy, he's been very jealous of America. He's been very jealous that God blessed this land, just like Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enemy is so, so jealous of Israel. Mm-hmm. Because when people seek God and they want to obey God and serve God, God blesses that nation. Do you remember when, uh, after the, we always had morning assembly, then we'd go back to our classes and have individual uh, Pledge of Allegiance, individual uh a song, My Country Tis of Thee, mm-hmm. or... That was going on when I was in yeah. school. Was it? Well, I was, went to a country well, school. Well, see, but, yeah. there you go. So you just you, told your age. Yeah, you're yeah. getting old. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know what, you, what, what year they take school, a prayer out of school, but... Uh, they didn't pray, but we still sang and did all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. We used, mm-hmm. Our teacher usually prayed. She didn't mm-hmm. ask anybody in the class to, but she usually prayed. And I'm not talking about little country schools. I'm talking about in... Orange County, California. Right, right. Well, I grew up in Texas, and we'd have to sing the Texas National Anthem and the Yellow Rose of Texas, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Nowadays, I think they say if you don't want to stand, 
-hmm. you don't want to put your hand over your heart, if you don't want to say the Pledge of Allegiance, you don't have to. Right. If you had to guess, what year would you think that would be? The prayer went out of the school? 92. No, I'm going to say probably back in the 80s. No, 70s. Okay. Further. 63. 1962, June 25th. Wow. 1962, so just over 50 years. It's when John F. Kennedy was president. Right. Mm. So. The Supreme Court did it. And you can still see the stay of hand of God to our nation, even though we haven't bowed our knee like we should as a nation. There are still a lot of people that have been praying. And, and, and you know, this whole Roe versus Wade, I know that some people think you don't care about the women, you don't care about situations, and I can't imagine being a woman that has been raped by several men and end up having a baby, you know, getting pregnant. I don't know how I would feel as that woman. And so I have feelings for her mm -hmm. and, and how horrible that would be. But I am... There are so many babies that are just aborted because it's an inconvenience. Right. We know many that have been pregnant many times, and instead of taking contraceptive, they will go get an abortion, and the state will pay pay for those abortions. And and it's no no different, hun. You and I were talking just the other day about throughout the Word of God. How many times were the boys, the little baby boys, right. you know, how many times were they killed uh, throughout the land? Because there would be a decree that would go out to kill when Moses was just a little right. baby. A decree had gone out. The enemy likes to wipe away God's creation. That's part yes, of what he likes. Yeah, he, yeah. It is a satisfying point to mm. him. And that's however exactly he can get what it is. It's yeah. a creation of God. Yeah. Every yeah. child is a creation of yes. God. And he wants to wipe away humanity. Yeah. And then when Jesus uh, uh, was a young boy, they wanted to kill all the boys mm -hmm. in that age. And then to to they him, also yeah. would sacrifice their children to the God of Molech, mm -hmm. throwing, throwing their babies into mm. a huge furnace. Mm. And, uh, I can't even comprehend that. I really can't. What what kind of mindset must right. you be in? But yeah. that's the same yeah. the same with abortion. Sure. It is. And, and, and the thing of it is, you know, the people that are fighting so hard to get back the right, they say, have they stopped to, to think about the babies that never had a right? right. And... and you know, I I just think it's a great victory for babies. It's a great victory it is. because there's just way too many babies that have been aborted, and for no other reason than it's an inconvenience, and I want an abortion. One of the crazy things is, is one of the arguments I've been seeing on social media about all this is people are saying, well, why would you want that baby to be born into poverty, lack of education, mm -hmm. or in a bad family situation, and that there's a certain bit of truth. I wouldn't sure. want any baby to be born in that, but look mm -hmm. at how many successful people just in our generation alone have oh grown up at, in that situation. I mean, even some of the billionaires that we mm -hmm. have, our presidents, sure. I mean, everybody, mm -hmm. I mean, it's su super successful people. So what you're saying is, is that person you're going to decide does not have the opportunity to dig out of that bad situation mm -hmm. and become something great. And that, a good point. That is a very, I mean, it's, I grew up in poverty, and I know Lou grew up in poverty, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, so you're saying that just because you grew up in that bad situation, that 
now they have no chance and they're going to be a terrible person. Their life's going to be miserable more than likely. There's a huge chance, really, they're going to become a very successful person because a lot of people that live in poverty end up wanting to dig out of it. Right, right. And, And we, you know, we believe that every child has should have a right to live they should have that right and and, uh, and it's not against the women it you know it's it's not it's liberating all of us to keep our freedom uh that god allows us to have well when the pictures show the baby yes. in the womb and they're still calling it a fetus or they're still calling it this that or the other and and uh, you know don't see that as a child mm-hmm. it's easy to convince yourself Mm-hmm. Well, I will eradicate that because it's going to be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. It's going to interfere with my social life. It's going to interfere with my career. It's going to interfere with my education. And, and so they uh, reason amongst themselves and say, you know, it's it's better to do that because it's really it's really not a baby. Right. Yeah. It's, that's that's and you know up until the yeah. imaging, I don't know what year that the imaging started. You know that they when they were starting taking pictures of our babies because I remember, you know, I think it was. You know, probably. Well, I know there's none of those in my personal baby book. No, because it was. And not, I'm not that old. So. No. Despite that, even without ultrasounds, you've been able to hear the heartbeat of a yes. baby with a stethoscope yes. for yes. what 600 years. So yeah. how, do you, how do you argue with that? <laughs> yeah. that's not yeah. a living creation. But of I believe people yeah. just bought into that lie. Yeah. Just bought into the lie that it isn't really living yet, and and now there there's. No, no way that you could ever right. get out of knowing that it is true. I mean, it was a lie from the beginning, but now the pictures and everything that you can see, uh, just right after conception, mm-hmm. and you know, yep. it. So it's it's a good day. Uh, Our Constitution guarantees the yes. right of, of happiness, the pursuit of happiness, yes. and, and life, and uh, in, in all people, liberty and justice for all. And, and to say that that that. Uh, you to, get to choose? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, because it's a life. And so we thank God for that. And we're not wanting uh, women to think that that those that want to are pro-life don't care about them because that's not true. Sure. In fact, it hurts our heart for them. Especially if they know that child is going to be yes. uh, somewhat defective or handicapped mm-hmm. uh, or something that they see on the imaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, we don't want to. We don't want a baby to live like that. It's better to terminate it. I've met some Down syndrome people that are incredible human beings. Yes, yes they are, Amen. and that's why some so many times, you know, they use that excuse that because they do they can see deformities, but that child still has a right to live, and. You know, we don't know the purpose. We don't know the purpose. But it's we, not ours to choose. It isn't like, That's ours where to it choose. comes down to it because I've there's so much right now on social media about yes. it. And yes. I personally, I'm I'm not I'm not there for a fight. I no, don't get, we are, I don't get no. on on Facebook fights. I'm not yeah. doing that. And we're not um, on this podcast for a fight. Absolutely we're just not. saying I wouldn't no. vote for the abortion of puppies. That's how pro life I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if they wanted to right. pass a law to start aborting puppies in, yeah. a, in a in a pound, I'd be like, yeah. heck no. <laughs> and do you know that they would fight harder? Yeah, they would. Yes. I mean, this this is a crazy thing. They would fight hard for those puppies to have a right to live. I mean, you can end up in jail for any mistreatment of any animal, 
but yet they yeah. don't see it. And that just shows you how Our big. Our species isn't endangered enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? I mean, it really just, it's it so really sad. just shows you the blindness of the enemy. There was a big, long post the other day that I read that was actually from a family member. And... And it talked about all of those different scenarios where women feel like they would have the right. Mm -hmm. And they were pro-choice, the, mm -hmm. the person who posted this. And, you know, they had some very, very gripping, you know, scenarios. Sure. And I, I can't imagine what, what a woman or, or, a, or a father, mm -hmm. you know, making that decision, you know, your 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 baby's insides are going to be on the outside of their body because we can tell that already and mm -hmm. all of these different just absolutely horrifying things incest and all the different reasons mm -hmm. that just are so unfair for for whatever reason but i still stand by my heart that it's not my choice to make that decision for another human being and i you know, I'm not here to fight. I, mm -hmm. I just, it, there are a lot of gripping scenarios. Oh, sure. There really, really are. There are. But who, what gives us that power to the make those decisions? The only scenario that I would ever stand behind if I had to choose between my wife or my baby and the, the life was on the line, more than likely I would probably choose my wife. Some people may disagree with that. Some people may think that's still wrong. That's probably, I put myself in these situations and think about it. That's probably the one and only situation. And I would feel, I would grieve about that for the rest of my life. Yes. It wouldn't and would be. And yeah. would your wife allow that? She probably wouldn't, but in that she case. She would say no. But in that case, me. more than likely, my wife would be incapacitated and the decision would be on the husband. Yes. And that is a decision that mm -hmm. I would make. Mm -hmm. And I, I've seen that in the hospital before. I can't and imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine being oh, there. Oh, I'm sure you have. Yeah. yeah. Sure and in that. that situation, it would There's no right decision. It would be grief instantly and it would be grief for the rest of my life. It yeah. would. There would be no. Yeah. There would be a death and it would be mm -hmm. terrible. And the thought that I would have to make that decision would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, horrific. Question it for the you rest know, of your yeah. life. When we've we've seen people through our life, you know, many times, lots of them that have had abortions, and some aren't even in church, but even those in church, and but the the grieving, the grieving that happens, and I know people can get callous to anything, but there's really a grieving that that so many people bear when when that happens. Like you said, it's not easy to get away from it. Mm -hmm. So we we just really pray for for our country with this because yes. this and is for those mamas, you know. Yes, it is. It this is this is a big moment, and we really do pray for both sides. I Absolutely. mean, it, it's but we are thankful because we choose life. Right. You know, if if you have a child in your womb, and the pictures, uh, the what do you call it? Want to go ultrasound? The, the ultrasound, you know, shows you know, a leg missing or an arm deformed or something like that. And for you to decide that that child cannot be happy and that child will not live a good life is or not you, yours. You can't, you can't manage that. Right. No, yeah. Can't manage but I that can't. Disability. It's just very I can't selfish. can't manage that disability. Very selfish. No way, yeah. man. Yeah, because but, I don't want to have to take care of them or yes. I don't want the consequences mm -hmm. of it. In, in Kenya, uh, there's many, many babies that are deformed mm -hmm. that are rejected they mm -hmm. they will just uh, put them out in the street any kind of deformity, uh, they'll take yeah. them and put them on the steps of a uh, of an orphanage they'll just find ways to get rid of them because they they believe it's a curse mm -hmm. if there's any kind of deformity it's a curse mm -hmm. and so um, 
we were privileged to visit an orphanage called remember Daggeretti. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if I can say this without, without crying or not, but uh, we took a team of our uh, teenagers to that. Uh, uh, it, was, it was for special needs children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the most crude wheelchairs you've ever seen, the most crude crutches. The, oh, yeah. uh, but one little girl stands out to Darlene and I, that, and I think, Tiff, you may remember her, I already know uh, what you're going to say. Yeah. Uh, all, all she had, she had no arms. And uh, she, when she... <laughs> no legs. No legs at all. Right. And when she when she walked on her stub, whatever yeah, that it was... It wasn't even... She was... You, you cannot forget the joy on her face. And when we started singing songs... Smile. I mean, she was one of the loudest singers. Big smile. I can see it like it yes. was yesterday, and it was, in, it was in 1989 and ni- ni- 1990 1990. and mm-hmm. 1991, and uh, it's like like yesterday because that little girl, I guarantee you, she is a survivor today. Yeah. And uh, but we saw several. Remember the girls that were uh, all in wheelchairs mm-hmm. and paralyzed and mm-hmm. deformed, and but they would sing, and when they would sing, the harmonies would just oh, flow beautiful. from those kids. Oh my goodness! I want to go watch the old videos now. Yes, and when. Yeah. When we did the uh, the puppet ministry or we gave away things, they just so went wild. Excited. Yeah, and their but, life was terrible. Oh, you know, compared their, even their to, living conditions. Yes, compared but, to, but I mean, they had flies stuck in their eyes and and all of the just the worst, the worst. Yeah. But they had life. They did, and they were full of life. They were. And I remember, remember going kiddos. into the rooms where they stayed. You know, their yes. their rooms, bedrooms, and we'd go in and pray with different children and. Just uh, hold them. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness! It was uh, so precious. You know, babies with uh, with AIDS. Mm-hmm. Just pick them up and hold them. Who mm-hmm. cares? We just love on those babies and yes. and uh, pray over them and pronounce blessings of God over their you lives. You wanted to bring one home. I did. Yeah. I did, and we tried. We contacted our lawyer, and mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, the Kenyan government would not permit it at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was 1990. 90, I, believe. I think. Yeah. And uh, we found the the cutest little girl oh at an orphanage. Yeah. She was precious. She was. We tried. But, but yeah, you know, uh, and and some of them didn't live very long, and we don't understand why mm-hmm. sometimes babies are born and they don't live. We don't understand, but still, they had that opportunity mm-hmm. for those for that while to breathe. And, and uh, but in this country, we have been so blessed, and there's so many things that are happening right now. But choose the good. Choose to see how how much generosity God has given to us as a nation. Let's celebrate him this year and celebrate the country we live in. You know, I, I mean, there, you know, that a lot of people can say this country is not a good place. It's not a good, but why is everybody trying to get here? I mean, I know that there are yeah. people, I know there are people that they're just out to make money and, and, you know, and I, we're not happy that our, nation that things are happening people aren't coming in the right way we don't like the way that it is Mm -hmm. but people are coming because it's not searching for opportunities they are searching for opportunities and and so we should be celebrating our nation and praying that god will get us back to a place Mm -hmm. that we will humble ourselves so that we can really see the nation as it is, because right now it is just full of angry people, mm-hmm. and and those are spirits that the enemy has spewed yes. out, and and it's like the, you know, we're attacking each other, killing each mm-hmm. other, and uh, that's not God's best for us. Nope. 
And so we just really pray that this 4th is a special 4th of July. May we stop again and thank God for mm-hmm. sanctity of life. Yes. yes. I, I mean, you know, it's real close to us, to our home, yeah. that, you know, things could be so different. We wouldn't know a little young man yeah. had it not been for his mama choosing life for him. Mm-hmm. And it was really close. It was. But we're so thankful that she did. And we call him our miracle Max. And so we're thankful for that. And we're thankful for all the babies that that are going to be born. Yeah. And, and we just pray for those mothers. And pray for our nation to heal and grow together. You know, it would be awesome if we could have Max come in and talk to us sometime about yeah. what his life was before he became flesh and blood. Because mm-hmm. he... He will tell you the story of being in heaven with Jesus, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll tell you all about it. Things that that we've only heard about, uh, you know. But he'll tell it so so real and so mm-hmm. vivid. And then Jesus told him, "I have a mommy and a daddy prepared for you." Mm-hmm. And it was just a wonderful story. So precious. Yes, I was actually just reading an email that had a little bit of that on it. But yeah, uh, we have a great nation, and so we. We celebrate the 4th of July, 2022, but our country, we really need to pray. And also, you know, I uh, something else I saw on social media that was brilliant and, and so smart, and, and I 100% agree with, is that if you've been holding the line for, for pro-life, you better not not be willing to do something. Oh, that's Don't good. Don't just sit by. There's Maybe you can't adopt a child. Maybe you can't foster a child, but there's something you can do. Yes. Do something. Like, if, if there's anything in your power, make it make us prove our point. Help us to prove right. our point that we want these children here. We want, you know, if, if we got to adopt more kids, then let's adopt more kids. Amen. Good. That's a good word. Uh, it's a good reminder for all of us. We can be, we can rejoice over something, but it is going to be a different situation. We got to help. Yes, we've got to help heal we can't our nation. Got to help. Yes, Amen. I agree with that. Well, we just hope all of you have had such a good, good Fourth uh, of July. We're looking forward to this one. Uh, we will miss Mary because mm-hmm. I, yes. uh, I Fourth of July almost ninety six percent of the time Mary always came out. And we always grilled hot dogs. I think she came out last year, didn't she? Yep. Yes. And yeah. she always brings bags Lots of, of fireworks. Bags of fireworks. Yes. Yeah. So hands on you this year, Papa. <laughs> her seat will be empty for us yeah. this year, and probably someone that that was dear to your heart won't be with you this year. But let's celebrate the generosity of God that would allow us yeah. to live in this country. Mm-hmm. And be so blessed that we can bless other people. And I know that some people, it's really hard right now uh, because of food and, and gas and so many much opposition. Mm-hmm. But I encourage every listener to begin to see the generosity of God and begin to be generous with what you do have. And it may be just your time. It, and, but like peop, uh, Tiffany said, we need to start thinking what can we do. Or new orphanages will have mm-hmm. to be built. You know, a new foster parents. Yeah. And uh, there's such a huge need for foster parents. Yes. And it's hard to become a foster parent. It's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. And so that needs to be 
it's, there's a reason that it's there's hard. It needs to be. You can't just be like, hey, sign me up because right. you never know what you're doing. But but the need um, in our district is mm-hmm. astronomical. Mm-hmm. So you, it requires a lot of you, requires you a lot of time and a lot of invasive, mm-hmm. you know, stuff into your home and all of that. But there's something, there's something that we can all do. Yes. I think it's so, so fun to watch families become foster parents and then mm-hmm. they end up adopting the children. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're not ready for them to, yeah. to leave the system or to relocate. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, Tiffany, I'm going to ask you to pray this time uh, over over the Fourth of July and safety for our listeners, and and we we want them to just take a moment and pause and and thank God for this country, and do everything that you can to speak blessings over it. Don't curse this nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's watch the words of our mouth and what we're cursing, and let's just speak what the Word of God would say about our nation. Okay. Father, we come to you right now, God. And first and foremost, I just want to thank you, God, for for your love and your mercy and your grace, God. And I thank you for the freedom that we have in America, God. It's all because of you. It all comes down to you. And we're so thankful and grateful that we get to live in this beautiful nation, Father. And I pray, Father, for our listeners, those that are in the United States and those who are not, God, I pray that you, first of all, put a, a, a safety around each and every one of them. God, I pray that, that your believers will be protected, God, and shielded, Father. And I pray, God, that as, as America celebrates this independence that we've gained, God, that, that we remember that it's all because of you, Father, that you, you're the one. You're the one that it all comes down to. And, Father, I pray that... Um, that you would, as we celebrate this pro, the Roe versus Wade overturn, God, yes. that you would um, quicken us, Father, to yes. take action, God. Mm-hmm. We've prayed, Father, and we've yes. pled for this to happen, God, yes. after all of these yes. years, and, and the prayer has been yes. answered. So, God, help us to be quick to move, yes. quick to to step in and and do something, be a part of the answer, Father, and give us the wisdom and the, and the direction to do that, Father. And I just thank you so much, God. Thank you for all the work that you're doing that we don't know behind the scenes, Father, but we glorify you and we praise you and we thank you for our listeners and we pray blessings upon yes. them in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. Until the next time at the table with Darlene, we pray that The peace of God will rule and reign in your heart and that you have a blessed, blessed 4th of July. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darleneroads.org also at wawministries.org thanks again for joining us at at the table with darlene